All right, Tony. So this is a special podcast we're doing. This is our, our Dark Knight Rises podcast. Dark Knight. Yep. Dark um, Knight. So you've written a review. Mm-hmm. You gave it five stars. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and Norm shot a video, and he he loved it, right? Yeah. It was, the video is basically Norm talking, going on about yeah. Well, now you get to talk. Yeah. So. No, no, no. Now you get to talk. Well, now we both get to talk. Yeah. Since Norm, Norm is a microphone hog. I, th- I think. Well, I think Norm needs he misses his outlet since he's 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 stuck working with yeah he has to talk about computers and 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 ipads all day long yeah talk about superheroes yeah he Um, could he could yeah so it's his own fault he could do it so um okay so um what'd you think i think that it was a uh not the best of the three okay Um, and at first, I thought it was a fitting end, um, and then I finished the movie, and I was disappointed. All right, let's start with which one did you... Oh, go ahead. Let's start with, um, if you haven't watched the movie... Oh, yeah, we're going to spoil. Yeah. Spoilers, should, spoilers. You, you should have seen it You should stop listening to this now, or just come back to it when, you, um, when you've seen the movie, because we're not going to hold back. Yeah, it's the weekend. I mean, you should have seen it. We, yeah, we can't hold back anymore. Yeah. We, we, in order to have a proper discussion, we need to, you need to talk about talk what about happened. Everything. The fact that, yeah, that Alfred yeah. becomes Batman. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? Yeah. Um, Alfred was great. Mm-hmm. I thought he was great. The thing, what, what, I, what I liked about this, there's so many different characters mm-hmm. like Alfred, mm-hmm. but they didn't all have like huge roles in a movie. No. So, like, even Selena Kyle, Anne Hathaway, which we'll get into that in, in a bit. So, the the fear is always in these movies, like especially the past Batman movies, like Batman and Robin, where we had we had Batman, we had Robin, we had Batgirl, we had Alfred, we had Poison Ivy, we had Mister Freeze, we had Bane. I mean, there's just always way too many characters, and it mm-hmm. it just it kills the movie. Mm-hmm. With this, I think it was really good in a way that, that all of these characters like Alfred, like like Lucius Fox and just everyone, they all had minor but important roles. So I think that, that worked to, to keep it evenly spread and didn't bog things down. I didn't um, I didn't like I didn't feel like and I was disappointed in uh, Marion Cotillard's performance as Miranda Tate. Yeah. I because she's one of my favorite actresses, yeah, and I thought that she didn't really do a great job. She's a big liar. Yeah, but I'm not Talia. No, I'm Miranda <laughs> Tate. Well, I mean, I I I think her performance overall wasn't wasn't that great, and her death scene hated it. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah, it was really really crappy. So I guess you can't do action movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not. I think I was pretty vocal about the fact that I didn't really like the idea of Anne Hathaway being Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Um, and I came away from it not really feeling that strongly either way. I thought she was fine. Like, I didn't think that she was so phenomenal. Um, but there were parts where I like I felt like her portrayal was sort of awkward. And I don't know if it's because I I just don't find her seductive. So I I couldn't buy it. 
you know, and that's just my personal mm-hmm. opinion. Um, having said that, I went into the Avengers not really liking any any performances of, of Scarlett Johansson's that I'd seen. And I came out of that movie absolutely loving Scarlett Johansson mm-hmm. as Black Widow. So, um, like, now I want her to have her own movie, you know? So it's just my, like, that's just my opinion. I understand that a lot of people love Anne Hathaway and... And they thought her Catwoman performance was great, but it might be maybe I'm I'm just fangirling a little too much, so I or just a like the the whole. I think it's it's just. No, you're not a fan of. I mean, not everyone likes her. I'm not a huge fan of hers, and I love 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 Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Mm. I I mean, it's it's just my it's just my personal opinion. Yeah. Anyway, like Anne Hathaway isn't even like. She wasn't even, she, she's not even really a, a reason why um, I didn't like this m- movie as much as I I was hoping to have. I didn't it. while we were on Anne Hathaway. Mm-hmm. I, I did, I loved the scene, her and Batman fighting on a rooftop. Yeah. Because what I liked about that is, because you know, we never really saw Batman fighting with someone else. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he kind of had Alfred, he kind of had Fox, but he never really fought with anyone. So I no. thought... And and that's the whole thing with the Christopher Nolan movies. Like, you know, you can never, you know, he always said he's never going to be fighting with Robin. You know, right, he's, he's, yeah. Although, you know, that's, that's right, right, thing. Right, right. But, you know, you're never going to see him with other, like, heroes. You know, this this Batman is not going to be in a Justice League. You know, totally different worlds. But him fighting with Catwoman, it, it kind of showed that it, it almost could work, that he did he could fight with a partner. And I, I love that scene, just seeing him. It was great. I agree. I really like that scene. I mean, too. it was well choreographed, maybe mm-hmm. a little too much, but it, it just worked out really, really nicely. Mm-hmm. And and the, the thing going on about Anne Hathaway is she wasn't in a movie that much, just like all the other ones. So for you, if you didn't like her so much, it's not like she was plastered throughout the entire movie. No, she wasn't. Um, so, like, she's not even, she's kind of a non-issue. Like, I didn't love her, I but I didn't hate her either. And she's not a reason why I didn't like the movie um, as much as I'd hoped. Okay. If I had to give it a star rating, I'd give it like a 3.5 out of 5. Wow. And you gave it a 5. Mm-hmm. So here's what I had. Like, here are my problems with it. First, um, uh, Bane's voice had such a huge problem with Bane's voice. Mm-hmm. So I guess that was my, my main thing. Tom Hardy had um, done some voice training for the role. And uh, then I guess in, in like post production, they went and fudged with the sound of his voice and it just sounds terrible <laughs> did you see the the eight minute the the mission impossible the, the, you know the whole scene in the, the beginning of the movie so they showed that back in december yeah and, you, and it was a different like, no one could understand them yeah so nowadays they tweaked it and i just felt it was too much i, I there's like scenes well, where, where feel- he was just too loud that's true and it's like 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 the surround speakers are like blowing his voice while you can barely hear the other people that's true and then i think part of the problem was that when you're watching his performance, like he, I think Tom Hardy as an actor did the best that he could with the, with what he was given. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's given a muzzle. Yeah. So how do you act like when you've got a freaking muzzle on your face? Mm-hmm. He did a pretty good job. I think he gained yeah. a lot of weight for the role. I, I think he was fine, but I think that, um, the tweaking with this voice, watching it, you felt like, like I was listening to his it felt like it was not connected there was some, it was almost comical at some point yeah but there was also some disassociation with it mm-hmm. so it it almost sounded like a voiceover 
Well, I, I think I think they did re-record some parts. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if the lines. I mean, I from the you know the, the clip that made it online mm-hmm. on YouTube from from the back in December. Because I, I I thought I saw someone said that they might have you redub some lines, and, and obviously they could easily do that. You wouldn't mm-hmm. you couldn't tell because he's got the muzzle on his face, and mm-hmm. but yeah, it just felt very weird that like it was thrown in on top of there yeah. and just uh, yeah so that i mean that was you feel some a sort of a disconnect yeah. though with the character while he's talking and then what kind of accent was that i mean i, I it well, didn't tom, tom hardy's uh welsh isn't he but it, i mean because some some people were saying it was kind of it was supposed to be kind of like a Colombian or something but it's like i, I didn't sounded, i didn't, it sounded, didn't get that it sounded british to me <laughs> yeah tom pinchuk calls him mr Moneybags. Like the voice, Moneybags. I don't know what I haven't heard, Mister Moneybags, but Tom's saying that he he sounds or he envisions like Mr. Moneybags from Monopoly. Maybe is that Mister Moneybags? I think is that his name. I don't know what Tom's. Tom's crazy. I don't know what Tom's yeah, talking about. Who knows? What are you talking about, Tom? I don't know. So, um, but yeah, I mean that that was a problem is because like in the the animated series they always gave him more like a you know Hispanic accent because that's how it should be. That's you know? his origin. And, yeah. You know, so yeah, but at least you could understand him. Yeah. A little, little too much. So that was uh, problema no, numero uno that I had. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot less of Batman the Detective in this movie, mm-hmm. which is um, a very big departure from what you would from expect. The last two films, just and just Batman, Batman in general, because yeah. I mean, this wasn't really Batman, Mm-mm. which was and, and it was interesting. You know, it, I didn't like that though. He- um, I like the portrayal of Selena and Kyle being as smart as Batman. Mm-hmm. I liked that, you know, Nolan made a point to be like, wow, this girl is smart. You know, that whole scene in the beginning where she, she's dusting for his prints to steal them and then she takes the necklace. I thought that was great. Like, I really liked that scene. That bar scene, too. The bar scene was I mean, because it shows she, she could kick ass and she, she can. good. Yeah. yeah, she was good. And when she um, just started screaming, you know, to, to yeah, play the role. And funny. so, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was perfect. But um, I think that. I think that the the portrayal of the character as, being as in, intellectual and as intelligent as Batman is important, but Batman just looks kind of like he didn't look like the detective in this movie. It's because he let himself go. I guess so. Yeah, yes. uh, both mentally, figuratively, and literally. So that that was kind of weird. I thought so. The movie starts out eight years later, so it's eight years after uh-huh. so the Dark Knight. And- yeah, so. Basically, the way it ended, Harvey Dent died, Mm -hmm. and Batman had to take the blame. Mm -hmm. So everyone thought that he killed him. So he's he's a fugitive. So he goes into hiding, and you know he falls off the building. I I, I'm assuming that's how he damaged. That's why he's got the cane. You know, still, it just it 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 seems weird that he would just so easily say, "Okay, I'm I'm done. I'm I'm going to hang up the cowl and not be Batman anymore." You know, he he, he, he took the fall. Though. Yeah, he was I mean, depressed. You know, he he lost. Um, he lost the the faith. Rachel. The, yeah, there's there's that, and then just obviously everyone saw him as the villain. So he's like, and you know, it, it goes back he to it goes back to like what Harvey Dent said. You know, you're to, something about you're the hero until you become the villain, or I forget what, right, what yeah. he said. And you know, that's what happened to Harvey, and that's kind of what happened to the Batman as well. What what I I find a little hard to believe is. In that eight years, the Gotham City Police Department is able to maintain order in Gotham. That no one else comes to town, you know, because we had a Joker come, and well, that I was pretty. Bad. I don't think that that's true because we don't no know way what happened. The Bane could have could have established that sort of underground, like 
infrastructure of criminals. Well, he had his own in, in like whatever overnight. country he was. Yeah, yeah and then, but I think that that was something that they're building over time. But it's like I'm saying, like, like you know, because we we saw the Scarecrow, we saw you know the Joker. It's like wh- where you know there was there was a reference to alligators in in the sewers. Was Killer Croc ever around? You know, mm-hmm. wh- where's all the other Batman villains? It just seems weird that. While we have such a visible vigilante costume, because you know everyone always says the superheroes attract the supervillains. Mm-hmm. So once that is that's established, and then if Batman disappeared, you would think some other hungry villains like, hey, I'm gonna yeah step I'm gonna in, come and, in and yeah exactly. So was there anything that happened in that eight years? And mm-hmm. and for Batman, just say well, I'm sad and <laughs> I'm not gonna do anything. And you were Batman. So it's it's I I want to know what happened in those eight years, and I mean, was it? Cause, and they even said, like, when, when Commissioner Gordon was giving his speech, and they're saying that, you know, he's a war hero, but this is a time of peace. So we have to believe that nothing has really been happening in mm-hmm. Gotham. So it's just weird that because of that one incident, you got eight years of peace with no, you know, major problems. I don't know. Um, I, 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 agree, I agree with that uh, criticism. I think that – but there, there are also a lot of unanswered questions. Mm-hmm. Um you know that the Joker isn't addressed in this movie. They, I think, they had said at one point that he, he was going to sort of have a cameo. That mm-hmm. that maybe there'd be a scene at Arkham and you'd see his name on a door. And you know they they, but then I guess they're just like let's just not maybe go they didn't want to deal with it because of Heath. Ledger. Yeah, and so in the eight years he's still locked up. Yeah, or he he never escaped. I, I mean, so you know that that's the other thing is. Um. That that is a that that's a I mean it's a good point but uh, would you really have wanted this movie to address that? No, I, I'm just saying I'm I'm curious why and and why why eight years why not five years you know mm-hmm. eight years is a long time yeah the other thing is you know for you know John Blake and that that kid on on with the apple and you know what all all that mm-hmm. if if Batman you know he how long was he in in existing you know, how long did he operate like maybe a year you know how how much time between the first two movies. And then for him to be gone way longer than he was ever around, yeah. are people still going to remember him? It's like, yeah, he he stopped. I mean, because he he saved the city from Scarecrow. I don't people. I don't know if they really knew that. You know, if that was common knowledge that this guy saved you know the water supply and all that. Joker caused a lot of big mischief and you know all that. So mm-hmm. they they got that. But then they're like, okay, he killed Harvey Dent, and but then he just disappears. So I I would think after eight years, people are going to be like, yeah, there was someone dressed up yeah, it no just... it's it is something that um the other uh the other detective was dealing with you know he's mm-hmm. like we're i think there's a scene between him and john blake in the car uh in the in the police car where he says to him we are we're chasing the wrong masked mm-hmm. man you know let's we need to go after batman and i i think that that's uh I think that's the sentiment. I don't think people, you know, realized that Batman had done any good. And I don't think it was until after like the end of this movie that people are like, oh, wow, you know, he is a hero. Yeah. Um, thanks to Bane. Thanks to Bane. Reading that letter. But um, I think that there's there's one thing that I thought was really cool was the idea of Batman being a symbol. It's something that um, Christian Bale says, I think, towards the beginning or like the middle of this film He's like, you know, I wanted him to be a symbol of hope. Mm-hmm. And I think he's, he was talking to John Blake or something. Um, and at the end, they erect that statue of Batman, which I thought was so appropriate. Mm-hmm. You know, So nobody knew that Bruce Wayne was Batman because that statue was built 
Okay, here's my biggest problem with the, with this movie. The end. Um, Batman takes this atomic bomb and he flies it out into the middle of the mm-hmm. ocean and it explodes. Mm-hmm. And we'd heard before six that, mile radius. Yep, we'd heard before that in a conversation that he'd had with uh, Lucius Fox that he'd fix the autopilot. Mm-hmm. Right, so of course he's able to survive. Mm-hmm. But you don't think about that until after that scene where Alfred looks over and sees Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle, mm-hmm. you know, at a cafe and they just nod at each other. Can I just say, like, I'm and excuse my French, but what bullshit, okay? Like th- this whole time, the most important thing for Bruce Wayne is being Batman. The dude is a psycho. He's running around in like in like a bat costume, you know, like this is not a guy that is normal, mm-hmm. right? And he really, he, he fixes, he just so happens to fix the autopilot and, oh, it just frustrated me. Like, I think it would have been so much more profound and so much more meaningful if Alfred looked over at that table and it was empty, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's how you ended the movie. Mm -hmm. And then like the end with John Blake discovering the Batcave would have been so much more meaningful. Mm -hmm. You know, I take up the mantle, like I take, I take over this, uh, this symbol of of hope, you know, from this man that I admired and I I looked to, and I felt like I was all choked up until that moment, and I was mm-hmm. like, "This is this is stupid." Like, and, and I think that that really ruined it for me. Well, you know? I got two things to say about that. That maybe it will make you feel better. Well, I mean, maybe Christopher Nolan meant for Batman to die, and then you know. Like people at Warner Brothers, it's like, no, dude, you can't kill Batman. You know, here, okay, here's the thing. So the whole thing with with Bruce Wayne is his whole life was, you know, he was obsessed with ending crime and doing all this stuff like that. Absolutely. And, and then and then it was Rachel Dawes, and you know, then he was hung up on that. So maybe, which this is a stretch, he finally found happiness with Selena Kyle. That's a huge stretch be- that's, because that's weird because, because they know, were barely she, even together. She's the, she's the jerk face that was like, yeah, dude, here, like let Bane break your back. Like, oops. But he, yeah, for, for whatever later. reason, like, he, sure, he admired bad, her. But and, she's like, she's like an extremely selfish person. She's a crazy person herself. I, th- I think he, he kind of saw her maybe as, as an equal on some levels in terms of skills and, and just, you know, she went after what, what she wanted to do. She wanted a fresh start and Come maybe on, he kind of looked you, at it. But would you trust somebody that like sent you into like your, but he, he, he saw they worked together. They, they solved the day or they, you know, they saved a day know, and all that. But the, the, but the thing is, so he, you know, as obsessed as he was, he gave it all up for eight years. He was like, I'm sad. Rachel's dead. Harvey's dead. I'm the bad guy. I'm, I'm throwing, he, he was willing to throw it all away. He gave up being Batman. Mm -hmm. The only reason he came back was when, you know, Bane and Blake and, you know, all that stuff. And, you know, and Selena Kyle pulling him out. Otherwise he would have stayed locked up in his room and not done anything. So Mm -hmm. he, he was content in his depression, giving up Batman. So then finally at the end, he's like, okay, we saved the city. Batman's a hero. Batman's a symbol. I can finally have a life for myself. Here's Selena Kyle. Okay, you know, she looks good in tight outfit. May I'll just hang out with her. So that that's the one thing. It's it's a bit of a stretch. I, I do agree that for them to form a connection like that, it would have been too much. And and yeah, there was six months or whatever happened in between when Bane defeated him when he was in the prison and when he came back and she helped him and you know, they bonded in the trenches of the war. You know, I don't know. And I, I don't I don't necessarily agree with that. The other thing is maybe he did die at the end. 
Maybe he wasn't really at the cafe. Maybe Alfred just looked over and his his dream, his vision, he's like, I, I'm, I'm going to pretend yeah. that I look over and there's Bruce and Selena happy. Because again, I, I think it's a bit of a stretch for them to end up together, even though she wanted a, a you know fresh start. He kind of did. It just seems weird for Bruce to just to give everything up and then to go live a new life. So maybe he, he yeah. did die. Because that, that's I the mean, thing, with even with the autopilot, uh-huh. I mean, you have a six-mile radius for him to... I mean, I don't know if the bat, the the bat or whatever it was called, if it the could, bat, yeah. if it could get out, get away from there, you know, six miles. Yeah. And, and, and that, it was like that one minute and like 50 seconds or something that was on yeah. the clock. So did that, I mean, that was a bit of a stretch and I maybe think, he did I die. think that, I think that he's meant to live at the end. Um, I love your speculation and this idea that Alfred looks over and it's just his crazy imagination because he's a wobbly old guy. Mm-hmm. Who is and old. That, that's, he wanted to believe that he made himself I believe I mean, it. that would be great. But how much more powerful would that death be? And it's the same. And I say the same thing in comics, too. You know, yeah. when it, when when you kill a character off and when the character sacrifices himself and you just um, like it makes you so upset. Uh, and and then he comes back like three months later. Like, how does that make fans feel? You know, it, it's kind of a crappy feeling. But OK, and I'm going to compare this to the scene where Robert Downey Jr. basically flies out into into space as Iron Man, you know, to like close that portal or whatever in the Avengers. It's the same sort of idea. But I remember when I was watching that scene, I was like, please make it, please make it. You know, my, my fists are clenched and my knuckles are white and I'm hoping and praying that Iron Man makes it out alive because it's just a fitting end that he'd survive. Mm -hmm. Whereas with Batman, I'm like, this is how he should go out. This, this is how, you know, Bruce, because Bruce Wayne, there is no Bruce Wayne. There is only Batman. Mm-hmm. And and that's just the way that it is. You know, it, it's weird because every time I refer to him, I always refer to him as as Batman. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we all know Batman is who he really is and Bruce Wayne is the mask. But whenever I, I hear Scott Snyder talk about him, he's he's always he always refers to him as Bruce. Bruce. So it's just like, you know, maybe there's something about that. Maybe you should ask him about that. I, don't I mean, because every single time he always he always refers to him as Bruce. Yeah. So. So that's just my complaint uh, with it. I think. That- but I, and I think you're right. I think Warner Brothers would say we can't kill Batman. Yeah. You can't have it. I mean, you can do it in the comic, and they, you can throw it on USA Today and make a big huh. deal about it. But I think because so many other people go to the movies, if they say, "Oh, Batman's dead." Then you know what, what's going to happen with I, the. I think I'm it, not going to read the comics anymore. I think it would have been a perfect end to a franchise. Personally, I think that seeing seeing that character go out the way that he did as a sacrifice to the city is so much more profound and symbolic. And this idea that Batman is so much greater than whatever Bruce Wayne is and whatever he was and whatever enterprise he owned, I think that that, that is just so much more meaningful. And I think that... Um, I think it would have just been the perfect fitting end, you know, to wrap this trilogy in a little package and tie it up with a bow. It, and it's just, um, it's just disappointing that, that Nolan teases you, you mm-hmm. know, making you think that that's exactly what happened. But no, he's just too clever to go out that way. He's going to live and maybe, uh, I don't know. This was a but, so that, that was, I think that was my biggest problem. My, my favorite favorite part of this movie though was uh 
Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, he was great. Performance. Did you notice he changed his accent too? Like he had like this like mm-hmm. Queen's accent. Yeah. It just brought me back. Yeah, it was, it was great. And, and you know, a lot of people are asking about, you know, who, who's John Blake? You know, where is he? Because I think in the comics, uh, there is a character named John Blake. It has nothing to do with this character. Um, someone asked me if, if I felt his name, they, they, they felt it was similar to Tim Drake, which uh, I, no, I don't think the name's similar. I think, I think he just wanted. There I were just, there were some Tim Drake elements. Like totally that like he, the, he like discovered dad and, and he discovered, he's like, I know your secret, you know, and yep. that's what Tim did. He that's figured exactly, out. And like, that's exactly, uh, the character that he reminded me. I'm watching this and I'm thinking to myself, oh man, you know, John Blake is Tim. Like mm-hmm. he is, and he's so cool. Cause Tim's, Tim's my favorite Robin. Mm-hmm. I think like, I think that Tim is a better Robin than Damien. Damien's a, like a little annoying yeah. little I mean, kid. And Dick's and a great character, but Dick's a great Nightwing. once he became Nightwing, that's yeah, where he really, that's when he became a great character. But as Robin, I think Tim Drake is, is the detective. He's the one that made being Robin cool. Cause Jason Absolutely. Todd, that's why Jason Todd got voted Jason to, to Todd, die. Jason Todd became cool when he, would he turned into the Red Hood. Yeah. Cause Jason you know? Todd, I mean, he was Robin with an attitude mm-hmm. and, and, that's how he got himself killed because he <laughs> didn't listen. People didn't like him. Yeah, people didn't like him, and because he he didn't listen, and you know he wanted his own thing. And I think, but I I really think that, like uh, Blake, I love the moment where like he he like as soon as I saw the coordinates on his bag, I was like, I know exactly you know what this is, mm-hmm. and it's just it was it was like so cool to see that. That's how the, the movie should have stopped, like right there, like yeah. when he when he like got into the the bat cave and like that whole scene before that should have just been gone. It was interesting because you know a lot of people speculated that he was, and I think we even talked about it. I think mm-hmm. you even said that that he was going to be Dick Grayson, and because you know Dick Grayson, as we was all know, he was a police officer. officer for for a little bit in Bloodhaven. Mm-hmm. But I just for me, it that idea would be weird. It's like oh, so here's Dick Grayson, but he's going by the name John Blake mm-hmm. and. I mean, they they could have easily done the same thing where you know Dick was his real name and you know he whatever reason he changed it and but it would just seem weird to take that character who has this long history with Bruce Wayne in the comics and then to make this deep disconnection and I was like and you can't do that there is a secret relationship that we never knew about because that obviously wouldn't make sense with any of the movies yeah. so so I'm glad that they didn't make him really Dick Grayson. No, me too. And I think I think his backstory was interesting, like with I, his mom dying and his dad, and then him, you know, being in a boys' home. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just funny how he put like all the pieces together, and yeah. he just shows up at his door one day, and he's like, "I need to talk to Bruce yeah. Wayne." Yeah, we need to get going. We need to do this. Yeah. So, so that was good. Yeah. Um, do you think a movie with him could work? Mm-hmm. A spinoff? Sure. Now, would you want to see a spinoff with Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Batman or as Robin or as Red Robin? Maybe. I'm, I mean, I, I I think that Robin and Red Robin are like, similar. It's just a different costume. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and a little bit of different attitude, but I mean, yeah. yeah. But I mean, the thing is, could could they do a Batman movie without Bruce Wayne? Sure. Would would people accept that? I mean, obviously, we comic readers have no problem with that because we've it. seen it a couple times. I think I think maybe um, 
Like, what if what if he took up the mantle of Batman and he became Batman? I mean, and that goes back to my James Bond thing. It's like, obviously, you, have that, you know, this is right? this is the end of of Bruce Christopher Lee. Nolan of Christian Bale as Batman. Eventually, we're going to see a reboot of the franchise. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't want to see the origin again. I don't want to you know start over. So why not just bring someone else? You know, just like with each, even though the Daniel Craig, you know, we, we're kind of going back to the origin, whatever with that. But I'd say. <clears throat> excuse me i say just just you know continue with that there's so many different villains and stories that you don't have to keep going back mm-hmm. starting over you know like like with spider-man you know there are lots of great things about the spider-man reboot but it's like we didn't really need to tell that you know <clears throat> i don't know what's going on um so i i mean i think it, it could be good because he he seemed like like he bulked up a bit you know, for, yeah. yeah. So I think he could step in. I don't know what it, I'm trying to think how tall he was compared to Christian Bale, but I, I think he Christian could. Christian Bale's pretty short. I always thought he was really tall, but he's not. I think like Robert Downey Jr. is like all these guys. It's like super short. Got, Robert Downey got, Jr. is so short. It's yeah. hilarious. I still think it's bad in Iron Man 2, the scene where he's like, he's up on a counter in his work, work bench or office, whatever. Yeah. And you can see the heels on his boots. It's like, oh. I know. Sucks. But yeah, I mean, because Chris Hemsworth is huge. Yeah. Yes. So I, I mean, <laughs> I I don't know about uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt Batman movie, and I mean, part of me is like, you know, because they're it's not going to be Christopher Nolan. Maybe I, I don't even know if he'd if he'd want to produce. You know, he, obviously he's not going to direct it. He said he's done. He wants to walk yeah. away. So I don't even know if he would produce it. But well, he's producing Man of Steel. Yeah, but that, I mean that that's he's 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 going. You know, it's it's a new franchise, something new and fresh and interesting. So maybe he's like, yeah, I'll do this. And but again, producing how much? What does a producer really do? I'm not saying they don't do anything. A but, producer, a producer, and I actually looked this up. Like I've been like researching because it, it's a question that I I've always had. You know, what does a producer actually do? And it, there's really no explanation. They they do everything from like dealing with uh, handling how much money and funding that the film will need, and raising money for that, and going to investors for money, and as well as um, being a huge part of the creative direction and development of the film itself. Mm-hmm. You know, working on the script and and being present for casting and um, giving any input to the director. It's weird. I. I don't. I actually don't know. Because they always, they always give it to the director. Like yeah. the director, the director may not have written a story, but it's yeah. like they always do to read. You know, they're always responsible. They get the credit or the blame mm-hmm. for the movies. So it's like, what does well, a producer do that the director doesn't? Didn't didn't uh, George did George Lucas write Raiders of the Lost Ark? I can't. I, don't I think either. he did. I was watching it last night. I think he did. And then Spielberg was the director. Yeah. But Lucas was also a producer. Yeah. So I feel like it depends, you know, I think every team like really works closely together. Like, and I, I think that that's just what they do. Mm-hmm. I think those, I think it, it just all depends on, I don't know. And cause and a lot of times when you have the executive producers and so, you know, sometimes it's yeah. just kind of like an honorary title. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you're, you're a producer and you know, like you watch television shows and you see like a lot of the, the main actors are executive producers and yeah. there's so many different producers. Like how can you have like, 10 producers for this you know so i I don't don't know but the it would seem weird to do another batman related movie without nolan because same thing with with catwoman he christopher nolan has said he would love to see a catwoman spinoff you know he's not going to do it but he said that you know he he was impressed with with anne hathaway's performance he Mm -hmm. said she and the character deserve to have her own movie 
but mm-hmm. and and Anna Hathaway's like, yeah, you know, it'd be great to do it. But sure she, she said she said with the right people, right. and so basically, you know, if he's not involved, she doesn't want to do it. Supposedly, you know, it, it comes down to contract I, negotiations, all that. But I don't even know how that movie would be on its own. I don't think that a movie. Uh, I don't think a Catwoman movie would be as interesting as a Black Widow movie. Yeah, because you're you're limited with. I mean, Black Widow, you can go all over espionage and, and Catwoman. That. And she's a jewel thief. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, okay, cool. Like she's. I mean, she works for. Maybe maybe they could focus on like her the years before she and Batman decided to run away together, or Bruce Wayne. So. Or. That, and and just focus on like the like her her years like coming into her own as a as a thief. Yeah, because I mean, you know? where'd she get her training from? Right. I, I mean, mean, she she kicked that, big time butt. Yeah, I mean that. I I think that would be an interesting uh, film, but I don't know. And there's also that that totally off the record idea that we heard that would would make a great movie. Yes. That we're not going to talk about. No, we're not. That so I mean, yeah, so awesome movie, it, 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 it could be done, but sure, yeah. I don't know if, I mean, everyone's not going to go. See, all the people that saw Batman saw, see Batman. See I mean, they're not like Catwoman. I wonder. I wonder what what would be. I mean, what female character between those two, between Black Widow and Catwoman, like which, uh, which film would you rather see? I I, th- I think it would mainly fall down to the story because I mean, I'm not trying to say Catwoman's not an interesting character, but it seems like that you have more potential with Blackwood. And, and especially it's, it's also kind of hard to say with the way the Avengers universe is set up because I, I would, I don't know if a black widow movie solo movie would be as great. I mean, you could easily do a, a black widow Hawkeye movie mm-hmm. because there is so much there that was set up yeah. and, and, you know, all that backstory that we, that was just barely touched that. on. So, I mean, I could cool. easily see them. I don't know if we would see a Black Widow solo movie. No. And again, it's, I mean, we, we do have. It's hard to carry a movie like that, too. I mean, we, we see the occasional strong female, you know, movie, you know, a lot of like, you know, Femme Nikita type things, you know, Alias, you know, TV uh, shows. And Haywire, uh, you know. Haywire so was so good. You have all these, but as, as good as Haywire is. How many people actually saw it? I don't know, but all the people who didn't see it should see it. And so so that, that that's the thing. It's you know you but, could but, you could do a really good movie, movie. I think that like uh, I think it's Stephen Sondheim who produced and directed and like wrote that movie. Um, I oh Soderbergh Soderbergh. I think that Sondheim is like a composer. Um, I think that they were smart when they did the trailers and like previews for that film. Because you thought it was a movie with just starring Ewan McGregor and mm-hmm. Michael Fassbender, you had no idea that Gina Carano was the central character in that movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that was smart. Even because it probably brought more people to the theater mm-hmm. because she is pretty much like what she's an an, an MMA fighter. You yeah. know, she'd never done a movie before, mm-hmm. and they stick her in a in a movie yeah, as she, like the main character. Yeah, you can't do that. But even like you take Salt. You know, Angelina Jolie, everyone knows who she is. Mm-hmm. She's carried her own movies before. I haven't seen that movie yet, and I heard it wasn't that good. So I don't know it if. It wasn't that bad. I don't know if that didn't do well because it wasn't a great movie or be, just because it was, here's a, you know, it stereotypical, was. strong female secret agent movie. That, I don't know. So I don't know if a Black Widow solo movie would, would do well. Would do well, And yeah. we all know Catwoman, the last one, didn't. Man, that's well. so, such a bad idea. 
And then the other thing is she was never How called. do movies like that get greenlit? I don't know. But that had know, nothing to do with the character at all. Thank thank goodness cuz we can just act like it never. I ignore it. I it, it just happens to be a movie with the name of a character in DC Comics that I like. Which is probably why they never called Selena Kyle Catwoman in a movie. I think I think that that has to do with the fact that It'd be cheesy. Yeah. Pretty much. Like I don't think it's in Nolan's like best interest to be like yes you know she's not gonna call herself Catwoman. she just has like a thing for cats and she wears cat and, and, and ears she's a cat bro- well and i mean that was her, her goggles her when her goggles went up they look like ears and then yeah when she's at the masquerade ball you know but, she's wearing ears but, you know so that was fine yeah but i i mean i i just think that if the justice league movie i don't know if that movie's still gonna happen mm-hmm. i mean they're talking about there's going to be a Wonder Woman movie. You know, they're, they're still Gina saying... Carano should play Wonder Woman. You know, they're still saying they want to do a so Flash cool. movie. They want mm-hmm. to... What, what else is there? You know, so they're saying that they're going to do these things and then have a Justice League movie. I, and, and the other question is, like, is Man of Steel going to tie into the Justice League? Because, you know, because since Christopher Nolan is producing that, Zack Snyder is directing it, is Warner Brothers going to say, okay, you need to have some segue into this new franchise we're building. You know, there, you, we need to throw in a after-the-credit scene... Or something because I, I just I, just, I don't mean, know. like take a cue from Iron Man yeah even though they they said they weren't going to do that that all their characters mm-hmm. are going to stand alone but they're doing this Justice League movie supposedly I mean how else do you make like a billion dollars on a movie yeah and I I think that's why the Avengers was so successful also that because and 3D you had you had all the individual characters yeah so when you saw it you knew who Iron it, Man was. You knew who Thor was. You knew Captain America all was. all sorts of people to the theater who had seen Thor and people mm-hmm. who had seen Iron Man and people who had seen They were in, already invested. Right. Because they they knew and they wanted to see how these characters would interact together. And and they they enjoyed the performances. They would mm-hmm. say, I want to see the next chapter. I want to see what's going to happen too. next with this. So It's exciting. Yeah. And I think you made a really good point in your review of the film, which you guys should totally read if you haven't yet. Um yeah, I should probably reread that since I wrote it at four in the morning. Well, you, I think it was great. And um, I think you, it was a, The Avengers was a great movie. Mm-hmm. And Batman is a great uh, film. Mm-hmm. Because it is, it's a more artistic it's, yeah, film. It's artistic, stylistic. I would have said good film, but not great. And that's not me being a hater. That's me saying that there are some... I think there were some serious flaws with this film. The other thing, what, what I think, if, if people have the chance, um, watch all all three movies, like yeah, in they a relatively tie in short together nicely. Because I think. the first two, you don't really see them tying together. You know, there's mm-hmm. a couple minor things, but watching them all together with the flashbacks and the whole thing, you know, Rachel Ghoul or Raz Al Ghul, as they say in the movie Raz. incorrectly, is. You know, you, you can see, you know, he wanted to tear down. I mean, that that's what he wants to do. He wants, in order to make the world better, he wants to wipe out, you know, a good chunk of it. You know, it's like, we just need to start fresh. We need to take down the people who are empowered, blah, blah, blah. And that's, you know, we saw the continuation of that mm-hmm. with, with, you know, that's what Bane was trying to do. Mm-hmm. And then the whole conflicts, you know, where he was supposed to be his heir and then he was turned away. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, it, it was just great seeing the three together. I meant to ask you, what did you think of Bane like crying at the end? Uh, that was a little. Are you like too. That's it, it, was, too it, was, much. it was almost. It was. It was like such a one eighty where you know he's beating the crap out of him. Then oh, his little little tube gets you know unhooked, and then well, then Talia comes and, and yeah, then, but he's crying because 
he pretty much raised her. Yeah. I, I think because he felt more for her and, and she's like, you're just the dude that, you know, was my protector. I, I don't feel anything more for her. So if, I mean, obviously he had a connection, but it almost feels like he should be a lot older. Than, oh yeah. I meant is. to, I meant to say this too. Um, <clears throat> what the heck did, what the heck happens to him? He's just defeated. I mean, I, I mean, Catwoman like shot him and then he just falls over and it's like, fine. I don't know. I, I, like he's gone. Because I mean, we don't really see him die either. Yeah, because Batman, be, you know, kicked his butt and kept the tubes kept coming off, and then he was sitting there crying and yeah. And I mean, I don't. I mean, I, I guess it depends on because we never really knew why he wore that mask, why he needed oh, that. No, it's to keep like because he was in so much pain. Yeah. So it's like, was he? Was that just too much? You know, you know, maybe he passed away. He died. With a broken heart, too. Oh, man. Succumbed to the pain. Pressing. I don't know. But, I mean, I I just, I I, I think there would be other costume people that would come up. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, someone else needs to step in okay. and, and take over. I don't know. I guess that's it, right? Um, I feel like I we've covered all our bases. Oh, there were moments where I couldn't hear things because the music was so loud. Did you find that was the same for you? Um... Maybe not, not so much. I'd have to go back and watch like whatever yeah. scenes you're talking about. I don't know. I Did you have that. the Man of Steel's trailer when you saw it? Yes. I didn't have it in mine. Oh man, it's so it's good. Like what the heck? I Love don't know it. if it's because of midnight showing. It's like they didn't I show. I can't wait. I, I absolutely. I'm so excited to see that. Yeah. To see that movie. I cried again. It's very emotional. It is. It's, I, sh- I showed that, it to like it's everyone. First, it's the first line in that trailer. He gave them something to uh, aspire to. Mm-hmm. That's so. Because you know he, he's an alien. He's the last son of Krypton, and I mean, he it's true. Devotes he, his whole life for you know for the good of mankind. Even though you know they're probably gonna be scared of him because he's an alien. <laughs> I don't know. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening, and don't forget to let us know in the comments. You know what you thought of. The Dark Knight Rises, and which of the three films was your favorite? Which I forgot to ask you, Tony. Which is your favorite now <clears throat> that you've seen all three in a row? Um, I, I think I'd have to go with this one. This I mean, one? The, the, the first one, because again, I so Thursday I watched. I watched uh, which one? The first one. The, I, I I think I don't like Katie Holmes so much. That uh, that just she, bothered me. Yeah, I didn't like her either. And but. you know, there and Scarecrow, he was okay, but I liked his him. whole schemes, like oh, I'm going to poison the water, and it was just, it was a little too comic booky to you know like adam west batman you know and then um the second one's good and everything just a whole harvey dent 180 just kind of weird and you know joker was great i don't know i i think i like this one because this one had a, a bigger feel it was more you know i think with the eight years and then the six months there's just this huge time span so it just it felt like it went you know, all over. And as as great as, as Heath Ledger was as a Joker, you know, at some points we were a little too over the top. So mm-hmm. this was just, you know, more straightforward. You know, even though, you know, there's obviously parts I didn't agree with that we, mm-hmm. you know, we discussed in this movie. So I yeah. think I'd, I'd go with this. And yeah. and maybe because, you know, I always said Christian Bale wasn't my favorite part of the movies. And so yeah. here, you know, we had John Blake and we had Selena Kyle that picked up on some of the action. So we got, mm-hmm. you know, more of that, which took away from Batman. Yeah. There you go. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. 
And we'll be back on Friday. Friday.